Hello, it's Age the Production Guy here and... Producer Hayley. Uh, so the guys had to leave the studio early to head on to the Allens factory to pick up... The brown snakes. So here we are doing the intro for the podcast uh, to give you some clues for Alpha Bucks and also the pink code word, and it is... Notre Dame. I just remember that movie, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. What's his name? Cosi, Cosimo? Cosimodo. Cosimodo? Yeah. Anyway, that is the code word. And just to break from tradition, rather than putting the Alpha Bucks clues in the middle of the podcast, I'm just going to do them now. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, the 7 a.m. clues are, or well, answers are, Germany, uh, Ginny Weasley and Guppy. All right. Eight o'clock, we have Apron, Arctic, and Alice in Wonderland. So, come down the rabbit hole and come on a journey. Anyway. (laughs) This is why they shouldn't leave us to do the podcast intro. All right, here it is. See ya. Bye. Start your day the better way with Stab, Abby, and Matt on B105. Uh, So, we're in Melbourne for this, uh, to pick them up at the Allen's factory. So we've come here, the three of us, and we've brought our team along with us to make sure that everything runs smoothly. Yes, we've got Jess, um, formerly the mess, is what we now refer to her. (laughs) But who has Jess the mess in their phone as a contact? Me. Me. (laughs) Not me. Perfect. Yeah, that was your your former days. Yeah, no, I changed. I'm reformed. Sure about that? Yeah, no. What happened? Because I think I left last night. Okay, so you, after dinner, you went, uh, we had one more beer before we called it a night, and Jess told us a story um, (laughs) of something that happened to her at work. Because you know there's cameras everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. She was trying to get video footage of the incident that happened to her at work. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, a couple of wines and I'll share anything, basically. (laughs) But So down in the car park on B4 where we we all park, I... um, was leaving the lift one day, and when you're walking out of the lifts, there's glass doors, and then there's like some bollards. They're like yellow bollards. Yes, yeah, so you about, can't you can't go into the lift yeah, area so you can't in a like car. Drive yeah, a yeah, car yeah, in yeah. There. yeah. And um, they're about, I think, probably hip height for most people. I'm kind yeah. of tall, maybe you know, I don't know. I was walking out with stuff, getting ready for an event one day. Um, I had arms full of things, and there was like plants and stuff, so I couldn't really see where I was going. I completely forgot that those bollards existed. So I basically just walked and it got me completely like right in between in your legs. The mm. vagine. Oh, <laughs> vagine. Yes, yes. Is, that a, is that kosher for on it? Yeah, yeah. Jess yeah, and Mess would have called it something else, but I'm glad <laughs> Jess and Mess didn't rock up today. That's the most painful yeah. thing. I dropped everything and I had to like recoup. I felt like, I feel like I looked like what a man looks like when he gets kicked yeah. in the crotch. Yeah. And I like couldn't believe it. Was in so much pain. I went to the office manager, Lucy, and was like, Get I've ice. got. <laughs> no! <laughs> Incident report. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, and I cover. was like, we need footage of this because it would probably be the funniest thing, but the cameras don't face the right way. Good to know. Oh, but I tell you what, sore for days. Showering yeah. is hard. Right. Yeah. Because it gets bruised. It's a bone. Bru- yeah, very yeah. much bruised. Pubic, pubic bone. Mm. Pubic yes. bone, yeah. Eugene, uh, pubic bone. <laughs> How fast were you moving, though? I move quick. She's Have you ever quick seen walker. me walk around yeah. the She's got to get to an event. Yeah. Those decorations yeah. aren't going to put up themselves, yeah. are they? That's true. And, that's, and the things just flew out of my arms, uh. and I just had to. Ow. And then I had to well, it's hard. You know when you see kids trying to jump them? Yeah. Oh, and like, you know when you see that and you're like, can you please <laughs> yeah. stop? And like, I've seen mm. the kids go and jump it and they get caught. Yeah. And you know, even their pants get caught. So they like head plant while they're... Yeah. Who's mm. still caught on it? They're not going to charge you for the damage, are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was saying that Paul has a camel toe now. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what we want to know. 13, 10, 16. Mm. Um, 
ouch my bits. Have you had a have you had a Jess incident where you were, you know, just going about your business or whatever, and you hit it on something or something happened? You hear those ones about football players where someone actually rips the it out. Yeah. What? Rips the ball out. The oh, testicle. But how does it pop out of the skin? The skin just it splits. Rips out of the yeah. It can happen apparently. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's interesting. Is it? <laughs> well, I don't know because it would still be hanging on, wouldn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Like it's still got that cord. Yeah. And yeah. then you parachute open. And then you sew back that. <laughs> 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 oh. 13, 10, 60. Um, I think people laugh at these stories because, yes, they are funny, but also it's nervous laughter because yeah. you kind of, yeah. You feel it. It's you do. You feel it when the story's being told. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I hurt myself today. One of our wonderful friends at work, uh, formerly known as Jess the Mess, but she's reformed. She even taught it, called herself Jessica when Ooh. she was checking in yesterday. But uh, <laughs> Jessica the Messica. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she I was like saying it. that she was trying to get um, the footage of her stacking it at work. She walked into one of those bollards that were to protect from you know cars going in, yeah. and it was right at her hoo-ha <laughs> um, line, and uh, she knackered herself. You can still knacker yourself, males and females, right? Yeah. 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 So 131060, uh, ouch my bits. When have you done this to yourself before? All right, Josh and Thornlands, you did it in China. What happened? Yeah, correct. So I ride BMX and I was over there filming a um, part. And uh, imagine like a uh, stair set and a rail in the middle. Now yep. I've jumped off the top of the stair set, gap to the rail, mm. and I have hit my uh, testicles and I actually blew them out. Oh, um, no. oh yeah. So I've uh, pulled my exploded? pants down. Oh, mate, they exploded. I pulled my pants down, like, yeah. in public because I was bleeding. Yeah. And uh, little behold, they're actually not balls. They're long things, and they're hanging yeah. out of um, my, uh, my my area. Because yeah. yeah, they've got well. a long tube, don't they, for the... Is yeah, they're super long. Like, they touch the ground. <laughs> no! Yes. No, like, I'm like, and all these, Ooh. like, people are looking at me like, what's going on? And I'm just bleeding. And I'm like, oh, hell, here we go. And I'm... I like. I think I was in a bit of shock because I didn't feel it. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah,", yeah. but I was just like, "Oh no," and they're hanging. Can and I ask what out. happened? After, like, when Lauren is it all, it all go came out? Did they get it all back in and stitch so it? So it was only it was actually only the right side that fully was hanging out. And what they do is they cut you open near the gut and then they pull it all back through. And oh. um, yeah, so I really got them proper. Are you able to still? Like, have kids and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have kids now. So when that yeah. happened, they're like, oh, you probably don't have kids. Well, that was, they were wrong on that, weren't they? Prove you wrong. Let's go. <laughs> Good on you, Josh. Wow. Woo. Okay, Chloe. Oh, that is the start. Yeah. That is heck. Chloe in Daisy Hill. <laughs> Out <Hey, Chloe>. <laughs> What happened? Um, I used to go and stay with a friend constantly, and her mum had uh, in-home daycare, and I got cracked in the, in the crutch with a cricket bat by a four-year-old. No, Ooh. ow, yep. ow. Because it's Causing a bone, a right? a fracture in my pelvis when I oh. couldn't sit down for six weeks. Wow. <laughs> they can't do anything to repair that either. you just got to No. Wait. Yep, you just got to let it heal on its own. And walking around, I mean, what do you explain to people? Because you wouldn't... Oh, you, you look like you've been riding a horse for, for 12 years beforehand because you <sighs> yeah. just couldn't close those legs. You couldn't do anything. Wow. That's, oh. that's like six and out, really, isn't it, in backyard cricket? <laughs> Oh, good on you, Chloe. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't. No, okay. no, no, no. So, I mean, and that's understandable, yeah, Chloe. Yeah, yeah. It's still, still a bit of a sore issue. Sarah in Jimboomba. 
What's your ouch, uh, ouch me bit story? Speaking of riding a horse, I was riding a horse bareback and uh, it bolted on me and then afterwards I had a bit of blood down there so put the phone on selfie mode, had a look and it was split. <gasps> so I uh, ended up in hospital, had about a half a dozen stitches in there mm-hmm. to stitch it back up. Oh, wow. Best, best part was then sitting with, you know, legs spread up on the, the table waiting for the doctor to go get his gear. Yeah. And I felt like I was bleeding, so I said yeah. to the nurse, oh, can you just have a look and just see if, um, if I'm bleeding all over the table? And she goes, oh, it's all right, darling, you've just got flies. She starts shooing flies away from her. Oh, my God. That was a curveball. <laughs> Country girl. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Good on you, Sarah. Thank you for calling. Sarah. Thank you for calling. Still horse ride, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Oh, we should... Sarah, do you still horse ride? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, you know yeah, what you gotta go you know you gotta get back, <laughs> you gotta the get horse, back on the horse. Back on the horse. Back on the horse. Oh, Alpha Bucks' neck. Oh, Alpha Bucks' neck. Alpha Bucks' neck. Alpha Bucks' neck. Alpha Bucks' neck. Yes, they're going to take us on a tour and they are going to let us watch our brown snake lollies being made. I mean, this is a world first. They've never made a brown snake lolly. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's cola flavour. It is amazing. We're getting 10 bags. I don't know if we should split them up and we just all take a few bags home Mm -hmm. and then bring them back. Just for safety, so that we don't lose them all in one fell swoop. You know, that's not a bad idea. I don't want anyone opening them on the plane and just eating them there. Unless we share with the whole plane, which I think would be a nice thing if we wanted to share a bag. Not the people up front, though. Okay, well, the pilot we would. Then we'd skip business class. Yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking, Stab, Mm. do we only give them to people, like, are you, you're holidaying in Brizzy or are you from Brizzy? And the people that are like, oh, we're local, they get one. Yeah, but they got to know about the snake too. I don't don't want no Nova listeners sampling our goods. Okay, so we go up to them and we say, I love Robin Bailey. No, well, you don't get a snake. (laughs) She's a different one. Yeah, It's always been my motto. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? We want want our B105 listeners to enjoy our snake. So we go up and we go, this is uh, a lolly, what do you think it is? And if they give us detail, they can get a snake. Yeah. So can we, we all agree, we open a bag? No. No. That's what we were just talking about then. Oh, yeah, and then you asked at the end of the statement if I concurred with your statement and I interjected I with my proposal. I thought you should have jumped in straight away and said no. No, we can't open a bag. No. But it's snakes on a plane. I yeah. feel like it's got to be. Well, I'm tired of these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday <laughs> Friday train. It was very hard to do, Matthew. <laughs> You did well. Thank I'm you. proud. Well. I was terrified the I'm entire sentence. <laughs> <laughs> he has got a point, though. Snakes on a plane is pretty cool. It wasn't for the passengers, if you remember the film. They all died. Yes. Anyway, well, well thanks for nine. ruining it. <laughs> no, we are getting them today. Cola flavoured. You have your first chance to win the very first bag by going to the win page at b105.com.au. Uh, um, it's never been done before. The other thing we need to remember, guys, yeah. is Allens have come on board. They made this happen. If they didn't do this for us, we wouldn't make it. That's true. So today we need to be on our best behaviour because although we have a limited 10-bag run, we're trying. We're hoping this is like a first date. Yeah. They really love us uh-huh. and yeah. then they will go, we, we're fanging for more and they want to make more for us. Yeah, You've just true. repeated Jack, our boss's conversation. but he He's did... in my ear right yeah, now no, and no, he is no. saying... Do you know what I did love about him though? He said this. Like you said, oh, like first date, which I do appreciate. Oh, did we he do the first date? No, he didn't did? do first date. He oh. said... 
it's sleepover rules, guys. And I was like, what? And he goes, sleepover rules? We use our manners. Yeah. That's what it's like when you when your mum would say, "Now you're going to go and sleep over at someone else's house. It's yep. their house. You yep. use your manners. You be polite. You eat so, whatever they put so down." So you're going on a first date. I'm going for a sleepover. Okay, we've okay. got this. So I just remember first for sleepovers it used to be if it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. Well, we're okay, not flushing good. them down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him a packet. No. <laughs> so we need to we need to schmooze today. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I will leave that up to you. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> You trying to flirt might be a bit awkward. What is he doing? <laughs> You're not sweating as much as I thought you would in the factory there, Amanda. <laughs> Emily's her name. See, oh, look how bad I am. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Let's go, Origin tonight, baby Queenslanders. In Adelaide. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more people that support Queensland, I reckon, in Adelaide. I was going to ask, do you reckon there'll be more Queensland fans in the crowd than New South Wales? Yeah, 100%. Sweet. Is that because of your influence, do you think? or <laughs> I don't know, just growing up, you just Queensland yeah. was the ideal place that you just wanted to move to. Achieved my goals. <laughs> Tick. Uh, well, it's going to be a great uh, game. Night uh, debut for Reese Walsh, the fullback from the Brisbane Broncos. Latrell Mitchell is out. Um, I don't know if I'm buying the Nathan Cleary toothache story oh. that they've been going on because they haven't ruled him out. They oh, they haven't ruled him out. Him out. Yeah. No. I was just thinking with the toothache. I know that they're really, really painful, mm. but you'd be able to sort of get it removed or even. Apparently, the it's infected. He's got an infected. Yeah, but you can get the pus removed. Uh, you, yeah. you it's like an that. abscess. Like, yeah. just come on. Step yeah. up, mate. Step yeah. up. Yeah. 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 How's this whittled tooth going? No, I mean, no, don't get me wrong, it is painful, but I really committed the day after going out to the club uh-huh. to the yeah. DJ that I wanted to see perform. Right. Yeah. So if you want it badly enough, you'll do it. That's, that's, that's what, what I meant. Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. Was it Scooter? <laughs> DJ Otzi? DJ Party Boy? Yeah. No, no, no God, no. I would have would have travelled for him. Uh, but it's going to be a great game tonight, game one there in Adelaide. We were lucky enough uh, to catch up with the boys the day after they were announced uh, in the... Well, the day of, actually, they, they were announced that morning. Straight after they were announced, yeah. Um, Billy, the coach, calls all the boys the night before to say, congrats, you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really wanted to know the order at which they got called in. Um, so here's some of the guys that we caught up with. Ben Hunt. Congratulations. You must must always feel, is it relieved when you do get the text or the call saying that you're in the team for the year? Yeah, it's always um, you know, a big relief. It's actually a bit funny. I was sitting around the phone all yesterday afternoon waiting for Billy to call and finally sat down to dinner and I didn't hear my phone call. Are you saying I, you I called, I called him back. Out, I called him back and he goes, you know what happens if you miss the first call, mate? You don't make the cut. So he's rubbing it into me. But yeah, it's always a thrill when you, you finally get that call on a Sunday. Who calls at dinner time, though? He's got kids. He knows better than that. Exactly, mate. Surely. Come on, sort it out. He's not busy. <laughs> See, I like him to do the, the normal thing where you send a text before saying, I'm going to give a call. So then you're really stressed yeah, about saying, is he going to give me a call? Oh, saying bad news, heads up. Yeah. Mm. Is he not picking me? Oh, start <laughs> playing with your own mind. Would they call if they didn't pick you or would they just not hear from him? Uh, I'm not too sure from Billy yet. I've, I've been called by other coaches that yeah. say I haven't been picked, but I'm, I'm assuming he would have called the guys that didn't get picked. He's a pretty good fellow, Bill, so I reckon he would have. Ben doesn't know. He gets picked. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I like to ask all the serious questions because 
because in previous years, um, you guys have had to pair up. So you've got like a little roommate. Do you guys know that if you've got your own room in the camp yet or not? Uh, well, I know we're staying in Brisbane here for one night, then we go down to Sanctuary Cove, but I'm actually in with Christian Welsh you up here. That? So, well, I don't know yet. Um, yeah. Not too sure. I've never roomed with Welshie, but he seems to be a good fellow. We'll see how we go. Right. Harry Grant. Congrats on getting into the team again. Yeah, thank you. Very excited to be uh, back in camp and really indulge ourselves in the week going, going ahead. What time did you get the call? Uh, ben Hunt got his at dinner time, which we thought was rude. Dinner time? Yeah. Oh, 8 o'clock? Yeah. At night? Yeah, around that, yeah. In bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I actually was in bed, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. That's very late for a phone call. Is it usually that late when they call you up? or? Yeah, well, uh, I guess, you know, they um, got to let all the games over and done with and then they might have to make a few changes depending on, you know, if everyone pulls up fine. Don't they send you a text, though? Like a little bit of a heads up, like you played really well, you're on the radar, or is it just totally out of the blue? No, nah, it's just totally out of the blue. You kind of just got to... I'll back them up. I think it's all right. <laughs> As long as I keep getting a call, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like how they do it. Yeah. How funny is that if he's here goes, yeah, it's bullshit. And then yeah, <laughs> Billy hears. I won't get a call next time. Yeah. Billy hears. Yeah. Hey, gang two, you're not either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, appreciate it. Have a great uh, series, good. mate. Looking forward to seeing you out there. Thank, Thank you. Ruben Cotter. Bit of a rough year this year because you do have to go to Adelaide. How's everyone feeling about that? Uh, oh, not too bad. I've never been, but I've heard it's pretty nice. Uh, this Happy time of the year. She's a local. He yeah, has local. to pay it out because that's my hometown. But good wine. Oh, okay. That's why he's giving you, yeah. giving you, ripping you. Good wineries. That's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you'll just be going for the game and then go back. Yeah. 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 No, that'll be, be time again on the on Well, the actually, cheese. about that, though, at camp, you always get time off. Like, you end up playing golf and it's always about, like, team bonding. Yeah. Or... I'll be looking to play some, some golf or maybe some fishing if we're there, if we've got some downtime. Uh, you, you have to make it sound stressful for the, everyone that has, like, you know, wives and heaps of kids at home. So you've got to be like, nah, 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 when we're at camp, it's all about work, work, work. Oh, it is most of the time. Until you go fishing. Until you go fishing. <laughs> yeah. Until you get a day off, yeah. The boys have got a bond, you know. Yeah, they get to know each other. Yeah, and that's it's all that about you the do over, over fishing, you don't really chat much. No, but that's how guys bond. Yeah. yeah. Actually, don't I... Get so much. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day, and that women get annoyed that when guys go out, they don't come home with any gossip. Does the same thing happen with you lads? Like, there's not a lot of gossip in camp, so all the wives and girlfriends expect there to be all these stories, but yeah, there just like, isn't? No, yeah, there's not. Yeah, it's, I keep it pretty simple at home, too. Yeah. Oh. It was great. Yeah, it was enjoyed camp. It was... <laughs> they don't even know. They won the game. No. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Stab wants a brown snake. Ooh, Brizzy wants a brown snake. Abby wants a brown snake. Ooh, Brizzy wants a brown snake. A snake, a snake. <sighs> yeah. Have you been on a factory tour? 13 turns 60. <laughs> No matter how big it is or how small it is. Because we've worked out that this is your first factory tour. You're talking about the conveyor belt. And I was like, have you been to a factory? Yeah, well, we're off to Alan's lollies today. They're going to show us um, how they make the snakes alive as we collect our mm. brown snake. Mm. Um, the only tour I ever remember going on was the backstage at Macca's when you go to a kid, like your birthday party as a kid, mm. and then they'd take you out the back through the kitchen Which into when the you freezer. Think about it, you go, Here's a cold room. <gasps> well, we thought it was amazing. Yeah, like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fridge. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. You've got one at home. Yeah. Uh, um, right. But I've never been in. Uh, an actual factory. And then we just started listing off the many factories we've been to. And you beat me, but... Um... I don't know why I've been to so many. We did a, a Coca-Cola mm-hmm. tour when we were at school, and it was like they take you through the whole factory. It's pretty amazing. And they'd also take you into a room to talk about how it started. And, you know, it started with cocaine. And you're like, what? 
like we, we had no idea yeah. because it was a pharmacist that mm. came up, up with that, and they they own it. So we did the the workers did it all. So we had to take it out. <laughs> there was none left. <laughs> so we had Coca Cola factory. I've been yeah. to the Hague's uh, chocolate factory, chocolate factory, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Been to the Mint, which is how they make the money. The money. Yeah. My favourite was Bogues mm-hmm. Bogues Brewery, Brewery tour. They gave us a that tour for that, and they had you had to drink throughout it because you have to taste it. Oh. So you'd learn about the the hop, mm-hmm. the hop, hops, hops. But is Adelaide very factory then? Have no, this got... is in Tasmania. Yeah. Tasmania oh, yeah, is, there, is yeah. in Bogues. Uh, yeah, Bogues is in Tasmania. The Mint is in Canbra. You haven't even... Haven't, Adelaide you should do the Forex one. The Forex Brewery yeah. Tour. Yeah. Oh, we've done, done that one, one too. Yeah, add that one to the but list. This is the thing. So I was... You're learning how all the beer and they're like, no, 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 you've got to have two sips to be able to really taste it. And I was like, okay, I've got this. And then after, they gave us a keg to take. But I, we were filming for the mole, so the crew was not that happy that I made them carry... A keg around. <laughs> She's definitely the mole. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they got to a place and they're like, this is it. Sorry, you're going to have to either drink the keg or get rid of it. Our school took us to an ice cream factory. I remember mm. that in Scotland. It was amazing. Wow. Mm. I had pistachio ice cream for the first time. So mm. I hope we're not going to talk it up, but you do get to eat a bit. Normally, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't want to I'm, I'm, have expectation on it. Like, it's me. Oh, yeah, no, I have expectations. Yeah, I'm thinking like Chocolate Ooh, River. Balfour's yeah, Factory. Really, I'm very, really Went to the Balfour's Factory. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was really good. Okay, you might just exceed the factory limit here. Yeah. You've been to a few. She's I done two at the factory. I didn't deliberately, like, I don't know. You've even been to the place where they make factories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the factory factory. That's what we want to know this morning. What factory have you been in? Mm. Like, where have you gone and got to check it out. See, I grew up in a tiny little town in Gladstone. Mm. Like, we didn't, there was... But for school trips, they didn't take you to Canberra to learn about... No. house and go in... No? No. No, no like, our school trip was to Brisbane. Right. Right. You know, and then we went to the museums and stuff, or you went camping on one of the islands. Uh, you drove there. past so many factories on the way to Brisbane. That's <laughs> just a waste of an excursion. Uh, God. So, um, 131060, have you got one of those, like, factory school tours, like, that you remember? Because for some reason, they stick with you, like mm. those school trips, don't they? Like, you can yeah. remember everything you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't fun when we were younger, though. Like, I think it was my parents. They used to be like, yeah. hey, we're going to take you. We went to the sugarcane factory up north. That's when my parents were like, wow. drove from SA all the way up. <laughs> were they free? They must have been free. Of course they were free yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. You went to the theme parks, we went to factory yeah, tours. That's yeah. honestly what happened. Yeah. It was a free... Wait, I went but to Dreamworld. applying for jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Mint. Yeah. Yeah. That was that interesting to see how they made the money. Did they let you take money at the that end? That one did have no <laughs> show bags. No show bags. No, because they learnt about the whole like you're like, why don't we just print more? And they're like, yeah. well, let's talk about inflation. Uh, yeah. Save that for Scott Morrison when there's a pandemic in many years to come. We'll print it like it's going out of fashion. What factory tour have you done, mate? I've done a few, but the most memorable one was the Coca-Cola one in South Africa. Ooh. In South Africa? That's a long way to go for a factory tour. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, just from South Africa originally. So, yeah, right. at school, outing to the old Coca-Cola factory was great. Did they give you the big history tour about how it was originally made with cocaine? No, no, they uh. gave us, it was more for advertising. Like They showed us literally yeah. every single advert Coca-Cola had ever made worldwide yeah. while we got to... Stuff our faces with as much caffeine as we possibly mm. could. And the kicker at the end of it was they said, Oh, you can take home as much Coca Cola product as your little hands can carry. So that was great. Wow. But you've got, and they only let six year olds through, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they measure your hands That's at the right, door. Right. Do you know the Coca 
The Coca-Cola um, logo is called like the Dynamic Ribbon, ribbon Display, mm. and they actually have that style of font. They own it. Mm. No one can reuse it. Oh. Yeah. Didn't learn yeah. that on the factory tour, did you, Matt? No, I don't, know, I don't know where I learned that. Uh, you were watching time. all the factory tours online going one day. Yeah, in VR. Mm. I, I used to have some <laughs> Oculus. <laughs> Anytime. More than welcome. We'll do the VR factory. Vase in Boondle. What factory tour have you done, Vase? I've actually, uh, as a kid, uh, sorry, I said it was my ninth birthday, but it was actually my eighth. Mm -hmm. Um, I was living in Darwin and we had a KFC tour on the same day as my birthday. So my mum was one of the chaperones. (laughs) And as we're going through and everything, we've done a whole walk through the back and everything. And we've come out to the dining area to have lunch. Mm. And I'm sitting there with my friends, you know, just chatting away in one of the booths. And then next minute, the manager walks out. And he just roars my name. And I'm this tiny little meek thing. Like, I was teacher's pet and everything. So I was fully panicking. (laughs) Anyway, he just looked at me and he's gone, you? And I'm like, yes. He goes, is this your name? I've gone, yes. (laughs) He goes, happy birthday. And my mum just wheels this massive cake out from behind the booth behind me. I was white as a ghost. The whole <laughs> class has just lost their mind. Wow. Some of them see the cake and everything. Yeah, I fully thought I was busted over something. Mm. I am like... What did you steal when you were back there? That's the thing. You were guilty. The 11 secret herbs. No, that's yeah. the thing. I was just paranoid that I was guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. Thanks for calling. Hey, let's go to Renee. Hey, Renee. Hey. Hi. Hey, what factory have you been to? Um, I went to the Boeing factory where aeroplanes are made in Seattle, in America. Wow. That would yeah, be interesting. It, I imagine that's a huge very, factory. It was absolutely massive. You had to catch like a bus to get to this massive big factory. And um, you have to be a certain age and a certain height as well. Uh-huh. So my two little kids weren't able to do it. So um, my mum stayed with them and they got to fly paper aeroplanes off like the top balcony over, like, this huge meeting room. Wow. Um, yeah, and halfway through our tour, the bell, the bell rings, and they all went to lunch, and the factory was empty. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess they don't down tools for a tour. You know, they've got to keep their, their schedule. Yeah. Are we going to show you how things happen here because it's lunchtime? Yeah, you know, in our T's and C's, if they do a random drug test while we're at the Allen's factory, we have to participate. Yes, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm drinking. In the drugs water. or the test? <laughs> Both. Drinking heaps of water just in case. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, you know, uh, there's a new TV show. Well, it's a new season for Parental Guidance. And on Parental Guidance, they label a lot of the different parenting styles. Yeah, helicopter and all that kind of thing. Yeah, and we live in a a day and age where everyone doesn't want to be labelled, but yet we're labelling more. Mm. Millennials love to label things. Yeah, I never even realised this was one, but it's called overvaluing parents. And overvaluing parents are raising narcissists. And this is what they've worked out, because... Narcissists will grow up thinking that they are completely special. They are the important person. Mm. And they're brilliant at everything they do. And they're saying that a parenting style is bringing them up to be. Right. And they did this study where they were asking a lot of... They did like an IQ test with the kids, asked them what they do know, what books they were reading at the school, and then they asked their parents the same. 
<laughs> it's reading at level seven of a grade 12 student. Here's the thing. They asked him if they were very familiar with these certain type of books. Mm. And they did the normal ones that they were supposed to be reading for that year level, like Animal Farm. Yeah, yeah, 1984. Asked him a few questions, said yes, yes, yeah, my child would 100% know that. They asked him what they believed that their child IQ would be by following the tests that they had done. Mm. And then they threw in a few different things that were sort of made up, like made up maths equations and made up books that don't exist. Uh-huh. And the parents that were overvaluing... Oh, like said to them, have they read um, the full atlas of, you know, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, and they a go, lot yeah, of they've read that. Overvaluing parents were like, of course, uh, 100%. And they're right. like, well, this book doesn't even exist. That's how good it is! <laughs> But worked, He's going to write it. <laughs> but they've worked out you can't, well, you shouldn't mm. tell your child that they are beautiful and talented and special. You should say oh, the sweet, words. I'm a good parent then. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing what I'm doing. So if they do well, you should say, you're beautiful to me. Uh. You're special to me. The world hates you, oh, but no. you're to me. To me. <laughs> I, I guess it's got some value. Yeah. Mm. Is part of that, though the parenting competition that goes on. Because, you know, a lot of time, like, around the schoolyard, there can be parents who can be like, oh, my kid made this soccer team. You're like, oh, my kid my kid was so good at soccer, but they're more into yeah, that's rugby league. Well, you would, know, like... Would the parents that are raising narcissists be narcissists themselves? I don't think so. I think mm. a lot of people have just really invested in parenting, and it's a reflection of them. So if yeah. they're not doing well and their child's not doing well, then they feel like they've failed. Mm. So it's that overvaluing what they're doing and believing mm. that their child is the centre of the universe the same way that the centre of their universe. So I don't think there's anything deliberate about it. But when you're, you know, you always know when you watch the TV and there's some sort of talent show and you're like, why didn't their mum tell them that maybe singing wasn't their thing? (laughs) And that's someone going, you are such a brilliant singer. You you really could. But just go, I think that you are brilliant Mm, But I have terrible taste. (laughs) (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Smoke over the southeast has had a dangerous impact on our air quality. Brisbane is now registering more pollution than some of the world's most clogged cities, prompting a warning to take the health risks seriously. Yay! I'm very excited by that attitude under that you new gotta, report. You got to pep up a bad story, don't you? But there were headlines just going, "Whoa." is worse than it is in places in India, which is known for having really bad quality. And you think, gosh, we're putting up with a few days. That's how they actually live. Yeah, yeah. But a shout-out to anyone that's uh, suffering asthma at the moment. They're saying that you have permission to stay home. Look, I haven't given that permission, but health authorities have said that if you do have bad allergies or asthma, then it is going to be a bit of an issue. Mm. Party's still happening. Well, there's a smoke machine. Yeah. <laughs> the music sounds Dan, our music man, is panelling for us back. It's very loud. Thanks. Thanks Sorry, it's just, you know, we're just... Yeah, we're just, it's really getting to like 3 a.m. at the club and we just want to be a little bit quieter. <laughs> well, it, obviously, we've got a lot of um, people up from other cities that work for us and uh, Steph has never seen anything like this smoke. She's like, what is this city? What is going on? And I was like, well, they're burning it so we don't have bushfires. What? That's ridiculous. Well, it's better than the alternative. Yeah, that's true. true. Is it bad at your place? Because I know whenever they backburn at Mount Kutha, it's hectic over your way, isn't it? Well, as per usual, the dome keeps a lot of the (laughs) unpurified air out. Yeah, the Badon Dome. Sorry for the button. They're saying at Brookfield. (laughs) Um, will yeah. probably be considered the, the worst anywhere where it's got, like, I guess, large bushland as well. So they're trying to burn it off. And they're saying, yeah, stay, in, stay indoors if you can. And it's going to be bad for another couple of days. Do you, are you getting allergies from this? Because you were well, getting allergies before they started the burn. Yeah, well, my allergies were bad. My, was it Monday when I came in? They were, yeah, yeah. They were pretty yeah. bad. But they did start Sunday. 
Right, so that could have been a bit of that. But I did mow my lawn and have my own little backyard um, fire pit on the weekend, so right. I thought maybe it was that. You contributed to this. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it's my fault. You're right, Steph. Yeah, 100% my fault. They're uh, saying that the cold overnight temperatures were trapping the smoke from the fires close to the ground and impacting air quality. So they're saying, yes, we do do this all the time, mm, but this but is significantly worse yeah, right. than other times. Mm, there you go. I kind of get they've got to do it for safety reasons. It stops the bushfires and mm. things like that. But... It kind of has that feeling of, because it's terrible for your health to be inhaling it, mm. kind of like back before they banned smoking in restaurants, remember they would have a smoking area and a non-smoking area, and the only thing that separated it in the restaurant was a row of little palm trees yes. in pots. Yes. Always the palm trees. Yes. That will catch it, won't yeah. it? You know? <laughs> like on a plane. It used to be down the back of the plane. was. A See, I never section. remember going on a plane yeah. and smoke. Oh, I remember really? being in a pub. I was there the night when it was banned, mm. and you all had to leave at midnight. And That's right. Put out the cigarettes, mm. and then you could come back in. And you were like, "This is just weird." And the next day, you went there, and you're like, "Oh, there's yeah. no smoke." But I don't remember on planes. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember on planes? Yeah, and little. Remember they had the. Little I remember they had it, thing. but it's just because they hadn't updated the planes. You're right. Uh. Now they still have like the no smoking. You're like, I think we get it. Now. Yeah. And then actually, that, to be fair, when we were at the airport yesterday, I don't know if you guys looked back because you could see, you know, the airport's in the middle of nowhere. You could see the huge smoke coming from, yeah, yeah, going all the way across. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's it's serious. Be very careful. Anyone who's got asthma or allergies. Um, um, even if you don't, it's probably worth just keeping an eye on yourself too because yeah. you might get an attack. Mm. Um, but, yeah, they're saying – so when do they say it's going to clear by? They're saying it's a couple more days. Yeah, one or two more, more days. All right. Uh, I mean, and, and more you can, enjoy the reason to not go into the office. Yeah, true. Use it as a work-from-home day. Yeah, there's been so much of those lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>